and welcome to yet another edition of the Time Out with DG podcast. I am your host, as always, Daniel Gotera. Thanks for stopping by on this latest edition. And today, I have to tell you, it was a good day. It was a good day for several reasons. I'll get into those in just a second. But first, the particulars, the business matters. Let's get them out of the way. Go ahead and like and subscribe the podcast if you haven't done so already. I don't know why you haven't. This way you'll get updates on when I post the next one. I always do that on my social media pages, but you don't even have to go to Twitter or Facebook to see those posts. You can just have notifications turned on on your phone if you subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. I know I say that every episode, but... I truly mean it. Our number's going up. The last three weeks have been really, really good since we relaunched it. And so I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thanks so much for the support. Okay, it was a good day. This morning I wake up. You know, you don't know what to expect every day. I try not to check my phone right away, but I fail at that all the time. You know, they say that you have to just kind of ease into your mornings, right? Mind, body, and soul. Don't check your phone As soon as you get up, well, I am awful at that. I need to do better. My wife gets on my case. She's really good at it, by the way. She's she's reading this book, How to Think Like a Monk. I think that's what it's called, How to Think Like a Monk. It's by Jay Shetty, I think is his name. Dude was a former monk. Now he's writing books and making a lot of money and helping a lot of people along the way. My wife loves it, but one of his suggestions is don't look at your phone in the morning. Just kind of ease into your day. Well, I didn't do that this morning, and... Thank goodness I didn't because I got the best news when I turned on my phone. Uh, I've been waiting for it for so long. EA Sports is bringing back their college football game. That was music to my ears. Man, that is the reason why I played video games for so long. I would literally only buy one video game every year there for about three or four years. It was NCAA football, 10, 11, 12. I mean, I don't know. It's been gone for so long. I've lost track. I've missed it in my life. I haven't played video games. Not that I have any time. I have two kids under the age of four, and I'm working from home, and everything is pretty crazy. Married life is always keeping me busy, which I love. By the way, I'm not complaining. Sorry, honey, if you're listening to this, I'm not complaining. But, you know, every now and then... I. I I go through my old stuff. The other day, I found, like, old N64 games. I found GoldenEye. I found Star Fox. Like, these games that I love, Donkey Kong, Super Nintendo games, Ken Griffey Jr. I can go on and on and on. But NCAA football was the game that I truly loved, right? Because I'm such a college football fan. Madden's okay, But, man, the fact that you get to play with your favorite school, your university, Northwestern in my case, even build other programs from the bottom, from the dumps all the way to the top and get them into the uh, national championship. And you got to think that now they're going to have a playoff set. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I I said yes really loud in the house, and everybody was looking at me. and like, "What what happened? It's just the video game's coming back. So now I'm looking forward to buying a new game system. I I think the last – video game system I bought with a PlayStation 2. Maybe a PlayStation 2 or 3. I don't even know. That was the game that I had all the time. I did buy that Batman Arkham Asylum game there for a little bit, but now that I'm going to buy these new systems, maybe I could play like the Spider-Man games. It opens up a whole world of possibilities. Not that I'm going to have any time. Like I said, I'm pretty busy as it is, but man, it's so great. 
and I, I, I understand the, the controversy, why they took it away, and players wanting to get paid for their likeness, all that stuff. Man, I, I, I get it in a way. I, I mean, I see where they're coming from. But on the other side of that, man, if I was a college football player and I saw myself in a video game, I mean, that's like that's that's so awesome, man. I don't know. Yeah, you want to get some kind of compensation because they, they make so much money off of that game. But it, it, apparently, though, from the sound of it, now this game's not going to be out for another couple of years. EA is saying that this game, notice that the, the release that they had today is EA Sports College Football, not NCAA football. Because I'm pretty sure the NCAA is not going to get on board with this, especially if payment to players is involved or how they're going to work that whole thing out. I know there was a bill that was passed in California that's supposed to take an effect in, I believe, 2022, 2023, something like that. Um, I'm just I'm just so fired up for this, man, that I, I was reading up on it, and it's really cool, right? Uh, but apparently, like I was saying, EA Sports uh, has inked a deal with major universities and major colleges, so they're not going to have player likenesses. As of right now, that's not the plan. But as long as you have the universities, I I, I don't really care. I don't care what the players look like. <laughs> I just want to play with my school, hear the fight song and the video game. That's what I want. So that that was a good moment. And in fact, I had a, a funny exchange with our news director uh, on the phone, uh, not on the phone, on Twitter. And <laughs> I said she was all fired up about this thing, too, which is awesome, by the way, to have a boss that's into video games. How cool is that? But um, I sent her a message with her tweet. I said, hey, once this comes out, we need to have a station tournament. I'm going to dominate. I will dominate that tournament because I I ruled at NCAA football. I ran two or three same plays. I knew what I was doing. I was like one of those teams that loves to run the ball. I'm going to run the same play over and over again and dare you to stop me, and nobody could stop me. I was king. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking myself up here, but, yeah, I, I was awesome. I was awesome at that game, so I can't wait for that to come back. It was it was a good day in that regard. Also a good day. My wife and I are building a house, so every now and then we go check on the progress. The house is supposed to be done by the end of the month, and I walk in, and the lights are on. The electricity is on. The water's running. Construction crew still working, but that is a huge pick-me-up, man. I, I look around the lights. You smell the new house. As, oh, God. Today was a good day. The only thing that was bad was that groundhog seeing his shadow, so there's six more weeks of winter or whatever the heck that's supposed to mean. But, by the way, that's a ridiculous tradition. <laughs> the groundhog seeing his shadow, Poxitani Phil. I mean, who, I mean honestly, why? why? I, I've always found that to be ridiculous, this whole tradition of, I mean, it's fun, whatever, we get to talk about it, six more weeks of winter and all that, but that was the only bad thing that happened today if you take that stuff seriously. The other stuff for me, good day, great day. And uh, as far as sports are concerned, man, I got to tell you, I I I like these Houston Rockets, man. Like, the Rockets are fun. They're fun to watch. Another blowout victory over Oklahoma City. That game was over from tip, okay? I mean, John Wall hitting three-pointers right from the get-go, and Christian Wood doing his thing. He should be an all-star. How how? How amazing has that young man been? What a what a diamond in the rough they found. I, mean, I can't believe he didn't get attention from other guys, other teams. He's been sensational. And, and if you just hear Steven Silas, you hear the players talking about just what a relief it is to have a cohesive unit, a group that wants to be here. We talked about this before when James Harden 
was, you know, throwing his little pity party and wanting to get out of town. I mean, he just brought everybody down. I mean, the comments that he made obviously were bad, but even behind the scenes, you could tell, like, guys like DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, they've even taken shots at, you know, little shots every now and then in their press conferences. Hey, we're not playing one-on-one basketball, and we now have guys that want to be here. Like, you could tell that that was just such a toxic element in that in that locker room while James Harden was here. And I talked about it yesterday, the same number of losses for the Rockets and the Nets. And it turns out that the Nets now have one of the worst defensive ratings in the NBA. Their offense is obviously good, but they can't stop anybody. The Rockets' defensive ratings since Harden left, one of the best in the NBA. They're playing as a group. They're playing as a unit. Steven Silas was one of the nominees for Coach of the Month. He could be Coach of the Year after that sideshow he had to deal with with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Totally unnecessary. Young, bright coach. And just listen to him talk. I mean, after the game, everybody was just so fired up. Six wins in a row for these Rockets. They're now in the eighth seed in the NBA playoff picture. So they've climbed all the way out of the 4-9 and nine hole they were in after that Harden trade and trying to get everybody back into the uh, rotation. They're they're playing some solid basketball. They're having fun, and that's exactly what the guys are saying. Check t- check out Steven Silas. Take a listen. I'm having a blast. <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh, I'm not going to wait 20 years to be a head coach and, and not have fun doing it. So um, even when times are, are hard and even when times are – um, you know, shaky as they were kind of at the beginning. I'm going to have fun throughout the f- throughout the time, whether it's fun attacking a challenge or fun um, enjoying my staff or the guys on the team. It's got to be fun. And uh, I learned that from Don Nelson. I learned that from my dad. And I learned that from a lot of guys where um, it's possible to have fun in this position. But like I said, I'm not going to wait as long as I waited and uh, be miserable. So good for the Rockets, man. I I know they haven't played the best competition lately, but that was a nice win against Portland a couple of games ago. And they're blowing teams out, right? If If they're able to play defense the way they're playing defense and run up and down the floor, shoot at a high percentage, I mean, if they shoot like this, (laughs) they're going to be really tough to beat. I said it at the beginning, they're not going to win anything as far as championship goes, but... I mean, you keep playing with this type of confidence that they're doing right now, and they're playing loose. They're playing for one another. That's what I love to see. I just – it's so nice to see that, man. That's why that whole James Harden situation bothered me so much. The guy's making so much money, and he basically just quit on all his teammates and all this – on the franchise, the organization that has given him so much time and effort, and he just quit. I don't like that in players. I get everybody's got their own things and their own agendas, their own emotions wrapped up in this stuff, but I – that really bothers me. I'm, I'll, of all the things in sports that kind of grind my gears, as Peter Griffin would say in Family Guy, uh, just when you quit, when players just quit and not give it their all out there on the floor. Even J.J. Watt said that the other day. I forget who he was talking to. Uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel? Not Jimmy Kimmel. It was uh, Jimmy Fallon, I think. Asked him about that, that infamous press conference where he just kind of went off saying that how can you not be motivated? I mean, J.J. hit the nail right on the head. How can you not be motivated to come to work and play a game that everybody would just love to do for a living? And James Harden didn't do that. He quit on his team. He didn't want to be here, and that was unfortunate. So I'm so happy that the Rockets have bounced back because it's it's really cool to see. They're playing well. We talked about yesterday the Houston Cougar basketball team is just 
one of the best in the country. They have a shot of getting to the Final Four today. We talked to Coach Kelvin Sampson, and Coach Sampson just just basically just laid things out that, you know, they're, they're a good team. They're not great, but he, he went through all the things that this team is having to deal with. They, you know, the, the schedule becomes an issue, right? You're allotted 27 games a season per conference rules. They're, they're going to end up with about 25 right now, so Coach Sampson, Coach Sampson excuse me, wants to schedule a couple of more games. They almost picked up Gonzaga. That would have been an awesome game. Number one team in the country against Houston. If, even if they had lost, who cares? I mean, that's a, that's a good way to judge where you're at. I think this team can compete with anybody, especially the way they play defense and rebound and get after it and make life miserable for other teams. Just very uncomfortable out there on the floor. I asked Coach Sampson today about just how gratifying it is to see this unit kind of come together. I mean, it's all the circumstances that all these teams are having to deal with, all the COVID stuff, the scheduling issues, when to play. You don't know when you're going to play. Test results. I mean, you name it. It's been just such a crazy year, but this group has bought in a full buy-in from this group. A lot of young guys on this team, but the older players Coach Sampson was very proud of when it comes to just getting everybody on board. And this is what he had to say to me with my question. Uh, Coach, given all the stuff that you mentioned off the top, how how gratifying, I don't know if it's more gratifying this year than others, but that this team is coming together yeah. at a time when you're we're going to land this plane, like you say. I mean, th- I mean, you guys are playing at a high level now, and you're playing your style. Everybody's bought in. How gratifying is that for you right now? No, that's a good point, uh, Daniel. And, that, and sometimes, you know, you choose what you want to focus on, I guess. But um, – um, I, I love this team. Um, I, I, I love going to practice with them. Um, these, these kids play so hard and they practice so hard. Um, uh, I can't tell you how proud and happy I am with Dejan Giroux. You know, he's, he's been kind of our tip of our spear. You know, most people will assume that our most valuable player is Justin Gorm. Uh, and Justin plays certainly speaks for itself. I, I, I love everything about Justin, his character, uh, the kind of person he is, his leadership. But our most valuable player has been, uh, our, you know, let's, let's, let's split that in two categories. Um, our most indispensable player certainly has been Dejan. Kudos to Coach Sampson and uh, his staff. They do an excellent job over there on, on campus, and I can't wait to see what these guys do in the tournament. They should just breeze right through the conference tournament, you'd think. I mean, when you compare them to the other teams, the only one that gave them fits was Tulsa. That was on the road, and that usually is the case with the Cougars up in Tulsa. But when Tulsa came down here to U of H, they just blew the doors off of them. So I don't think they're going to have any problems with anybody in conference. They should be set up for like a 2-3 seed, I would think, um, given their strength of schedule and who they've played and their record and all that. So – Boy, March is going to be exciting for the Houston Cougars. I cannot wait. Uh, I am rooting for those guys to win. That's a team that, that you root for. I love I love covering college sports because these guys are just out there playing. They're balling out, and it means so much to them. And I know U of H fans. I mean, by the way, U of H is a basketball. It's not a football school. It's a basketball school. They have basketball traditions, and they're back to being a basketball school in the top ten consistently, and that is awesome. I will root for those guys, and I hope they go all the way to the Final Four and see what happens when they get there. Because this year, we, the the traditional blue bloods of college basketball, 
they're not as strong, right? You've got Gonzaga, they're pretty good, but you know the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Kentuckys, all those all those big names, those big teams, not as strong this year. Big Ten is really strong. They got a couple of teams, but those other marquee programs, they are having down years. So I think that might open up the uh, the path for U of H to make some noise in uh, in the tournament, which will be held in Indiana. One location for the tournament, different gyms, different spots, but. One state is hosting the entire tournament, so that's going to be fun. And finally, hey, let me talk to you about WandaVision. I didn't do it uh, yesterday. I, I, I say I want to just kind of give you guys the weekend to kind of catch up on episodes if you haven't seen it. Who's watching WandaVision at home, the Marvel show on Disney Plus? It got taken to another level in episode four, uh, just explaining everything. Whoo, man, so good. So good. I highly encourage it. So many Easter eggs. Now, I'm one of those guys that my wife gives me a hard time for this. One of these days, I'm going to have her on the podcast, and we're going to talk about all this sort of stuff that she gives me a hard time with. But one of them is every time I watch a Marvel movie or a show or something like that, I go online. I go online, and I uh, look at these videos that these bloggers put together, like these YouTube guys, and they, uh, they, they find all the Easter eggs and all this stuff. So like, that's what I do. I know I'm a nerd. I'm not a nerd with anything else, though. I'm, I'm a nerd with, like, comic book movies, more specifically Marvel. I don't really care about DC. I mean, I'll watch the movies, but I'm not invested as I am in Marvel. But uh, I, I watched all the Easter egg moments of Episode 4. Oh, man, at the beginning, how everybody's getting put back together after the blip. I mean, oh, man, the whole thing was great. Vision at the end when they see him after Thanos had ripped the stone out of his head. Ooh, man, I can't I can't wait to see where that goes. Apparently, Elizabeth Olsen has teased a huge cameo appearance in this to the likes of like Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian uh, at the end of that show. I can't wait. Marvel is playing three-dimensional chess while everybody's playing checkers. I mean, they've been gone for a year and a half. They come back I'm with... Trouble hearing you. Uh, oh, no, Siri, you can hear me fine, okay? You, you just do be quiet. Let me finish my podcast. Thank you. Okay, so as I said, Marvel's playing three-dimensional chess chat three-dimensional chess while everybody's playing checkers they've been gone for a year and a half and everybody's still talking about this show that's how good marvel is in the plan there's it's just plug and play at this point man they have their whole storyboard laid out i'm sure for the next 15 20 movies and shows now they're just having fun with it and blowing people's minds i cannot wait to see what that show has in store for us and I can't wait to uh, give you guys another podcast episode tomorrow. I'm done talking for today. Hope you enjoyed this little uh, uh, this little recap of what's going on in my life and the sports world, my thoughts on stuff. So anyway, I will talk to you later this week. I'm not sure if I'm going to have one tomorrow. If I do, uh, it'll be talking about one of our local products in the Super Bowl. If not, I'll have that later in the week. I'm taking a day off tomorrow. Maybe take my son somewhere fun. So we'll see what happens. The weather's supposed to be nice. Forget you, Puxatani Phil. I want no more winter. I'll see you guys later. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.